I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I'm so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who's joining us. She's a comedian, writer, and actor who you've seen at College Humor, Dropout TV, Dimension 20, The Tiny Heist, and she's also co-host of the podcast Erotic Book Club. It's Jessica Ross. Hello. We just got off Jurassic Park, the ride. Woo! I'm all wet. Ah, worth <laughs> it. It's worth it. It's, we no, dry out as fine. you walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, the updates are worth it. The updates are <laughs> worth it. I haven't been on it since they updated. I'm I watched to. a video of it online. Me and my fiance have been watching YouTube videos of amusement park rides. Sure. Same. Yeah. Ride throughs. Uh-huh. Any uh, favorites? And- uh, well, we watch this one account where they they go to all the ones in Tokyo, and mm, oh, I would yeah. love to go to Tokyo Disney. So those have been my yes. favorite. And he like eats all the food, and they're so freaking cute. All the, oh, that's yeah, fun. it's so fun. I did just I watched the ride through. I mean, have I mentioned the Mario Kart ride? In <gasps> Nintendo Land, yes. Not. How is it? It's very disappointing. Oh no! <laughs> it's just like a dark ride. Like it moves as fast as like Snow White's at Scary Adventure, but you're just wearing goggles that like project, so it looks like there's Mario Kart characters in front of you. But also, if you're in the back seat, a Mario Kart person will be on the back of the head of the person in front of you. Oh, oh and weird. it just doesn't look exciting. It looks like oh. They made this ride for little kids. Can you imagine? <laughs> How dare they? I, but I thought it was going like, to be like fast or something. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was going to be like fast, like Cars Land or something. You know, like you would think Mario Kart. When my friends went right. to Tokyo, they did a go-kart ride like in the streets of Tokyo and got to dress up as Mario Kart characters. Oh my God. And I think that oh. they shut it down because uh, it seemed very dangerous <laughs> and maybe <laughs> illegal. <laughs> in the streets of Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, but they seem to have a good time. 
I would. How do you not? I would hope you do it and you're having a good time. Yeah. I mean, imagine going point? through all that and being like, oh, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> this is for kids. It was backed up. Right. <laughs> Have you? Are you a fan of maybe Euro Disney or France? French people, Paris in general. Have you ever been? I've never been. I've only been to our Disney's. I'm not. I'm not very cultured. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Unfortunately, okay. have you? It's okay. Uh, I was in Paris a couple of years ago with my husband and his family, and we were supposed to go to Euro Disney, but my husband was sick, so we didn't. Oh. The days Aww. we were supposed to go. So I guess we have to go back to Paris soon. Have to. Um, because we have been to, of all the Disneys, we've, in addition to the Disney World and Disneyland, we've also been to Tokyo Disney, not Tokyo, excuse me, uh, Hong Kong Disney. Oh, oh cool. I didn't know yeah. that. That's a, yeah, we were doing some weird gig with uh, Improv Everywhere in Hong Kong. So we did Hong Kong Disney one day. That's the smallest, I think, of all the parks. Like, we did that in half a day and we were like, we did everything. It's like a universe, their Universal Studios. Kind yeah, of I like guess size. so. What's also I funny like too when because it's that size. Right, right. It's like then you, don't, you could do it all. I feel like I got my money's worth. I did exactly. everything. You did it in the day. You didn't feel like the day was tense of running from one place to another. Yeah. Like also That's how John funny. likes like, to do Disneyland. Yeah, just we like, are go, running go, go, from go. this thing. <laughs> Mark likes to take a nap between every ride. Love a nap. Lolly, I'm the lolly gagger of the group. Have That's a definitely. turkey leg. <laughs> got it. I have like seven turkey legs a day. <laughs> Taking my time. Yep. Clam chowder and a bread He's got bowl. Quite a bow necklace when it's all over. <laughs> chowder. Uh, but have you? So you haven't been to France? Just no, I have not. I've been to Italy and London. Are my oh, two? Oh, yeah. I'm nice. just trying to steer us towards. Um, <laughs> oh yes. Culture. Do you have an affinity for like? Uh, would you like? You know. Do you love a baguette? Any, do you How love do you a feel? baguette? I do. Brie? I'm a big bread fan. I love brie. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got to go to Paris. A dinner could be then. a baguette, brie, and honey. Ah, uh, you gotta go. All I right. bought um, uh, soup the other day. I was like, oh, it'd be nice to have like a little bread with it. So I got like one of those demi baguettes and I was like, put it, you know, put it in the oven, warmed it up. And I was like, well, I can't like keep just half of it. I wanna, you know, I guess of I have course, to eat the yeah. whole thing now. Yeah, <laughs> demi in French means yeah. for one person for to one, eat yeah. the whole oh, thing. Oh, really? Yeah. I felt so guilty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't Never feel like that shame ever. <laughs> All right, John. What was uh, Paris like? It was everything the poets uh, write about. It was absolutely beautiful. The bread was incredible. I don't know how they do it. I don't know why it's so much better, but it is. I think the streets. One thing that I noticed were there. I think the streets are wider, so you can really take in the architecture and sort of like the romance of it. And so you know what I mean. Like I feel like in New York, the streets are so narrow that you just oh. sort of like shoot your head up and you're like, oh wow, these buildings are tall, but you can't actually get a sense of the texture, like the style or any of the architecture of the buildings. Where to in take Paris, it in, it felt like you really could take it in. It did feel more like a postcard in that way, which is very smart of the designers. <laughs> we want people to appreciate <laughs> these buildings. Exactly. There needs to be more open air going about it. Did you do any of those like cafes where you like sit outside and like have like wine and a of course cheese? And, like, smoke a cigarette and just did you Ooh. smoke a cigarette? <laughs> I did not smoke a cigarette. I'm not a cigarette smoker, but I did take home one of their little ashtrays because their ashtrays are like small and cute. So I have sure. a Parisian ashtray in my apartment in L.A., <laughs> which hopefully isn't haunted. Um, yes. <laughs> By ghosts of dead cigarettes? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if you just hear coughing in the middle of the night, you'll know what that exactly. is. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of the French, today nice. uh, we are talking about the fifth element. John, what's the deal with the fifth element? Mark, 
Let me tell you the deal with The Fifth Element. It was directed by Luke Besson. Is that all right? Let's just yes. say that. Yeah. All right. Directed by nice Luke Besson. Nice way Besson. to do the research ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Co-written by Bassan and Robert Mark Kamen, uh, primarily set in the 23rd century, Corbin Dallas is a New York City cabbie who finds the fate of the world in his hands when Lilo falls into his cab. As the embodiment of the fifth element, Lilo needs to combine with the other four elements to keep the approaching great evil from destroying the world. Together with Father Vito Cornelius and zany broadcaster Ruby Rod, Dallas must race against time and the wicked industrialist Zorg to save humanity. All right. It stars Bruce Willis, Gary Oldman, Ian Holm, Chris Tucker, and Mila Jovovich. It was released on May 9th, 1997, and went on to make $264 million off a budget of $90 million. Roger Ebert gave the film three out of four stars, calling it one of the great goofy movies, concluding, I would not have missed seeing this film, and I recommend it for the richness of imagery. But 127 minutes, which seems a reasonable length, it plays long. Uh, Todd McCarthy Variety, however, called it a largely misfired European attempt to make an American-style sci-fi spectacular. The fifth element consists of a hodgepodge of elements that don't comfortably coalesce. It was nominated for Best Sound Editing at the 70th Academy Awards, and Mila Jovovich and Chris Tucker were nominated for Golden Raspberry Awards for their performances. And that is the deal with the fifth element. <laughs> well, I saw your jaw drop when he mentioned those Golden Raspberries. <laughs> yes, yes. How dare they? <laughs> Wait, is a ra raspberry isn't a Razzie, right? It's the same thing, yeah. I think oh, it is. It's like Academy Award is an Oscar. Oscar. Yeah, yeah. That's insane to me. Well, oh, we yes, asked you. Insane? Well, let's get into it. We asked you to pick a movie. Why The Fifth Element? So The Fifth Element I have loved since I was a kid and I feel like uh, has held up in every viewing that I've had of it. And in particular, those two characters just really struck a chord with me. I thought... Uh, Lilu Mila Jovovich was uh, so beautiful. I loved all of her outfits. I thought that I loved that she was like badass, but also really sweet and cute. And then Chris Tucker is absolutely incredible in it. To hear those two characters in particular called out for Razzies, I think that is insane to me. Those well, it speaks <laughs> to like how, you know, shallow the Golden Raspberry Awards are. Yes. They just don't get it. so. They don't get <laughs> I was truly watching it the other night and was like, these are two of the greatest performances I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. It's uh, I like that it has a little bit of everything. It's funny. It's action. It's sci-fi. It's over the top. Uh, it's all the things that I like in a movie. How many times have you seen it? Uh, I mean, it was one of those movies where if it was on, it would like come on TV yeah, a bunch and anytime yeah. it was on, I would watch it. So in. I've definitely seen bits and pieces of it dozens of times, but dozens maybe sat down and watched it like four or five times. Pretty right. good. Pretty yeah. Good. So, John, what's your uh, how far back do you go with the fifth element? <laughs> I go back maybe 24 hours right now with the fifth element. I haven't oh. seen it before. Oh, wow. I'd heard of it. People, listeners have recommended it and suggested it a lot for this podcast. So I was excited to watch it. I agree. I am surprised because for me, I thought it was kind of a hodgepodge. Like, OK, but when Chris Tucker showed up, I was like, this is a whole new movie. This movie is coming alive now. Like it really. Yeah. And it was funny. I was watching with my husband and he hadn't watched it either. And. In my mind, I was like, I know Chris Tucker. I knew Chris Tucker and I knew the opera aria. Like, those are things that people are like, you got to see for those thing, things. Yeah. And it was about halfway through the movie when we paused for like to go to the bathroom for a second. And I was like, and I went, wait a minute, isn't Chris Tucker supposed to be in this? Like, because he doesn't show up till really late in the movie. But yeah, man, when he shows up, it is like a whole new burst of energy. And it really like comes alive and became so much more fun and interesting to me. 
So it is surprising to me that people are, I mean, I guess it's not that surprising that people are so galvanizing, but I've galvanized about his performance, but I thought it was so great. It, it, it does surprise me that people didn't like it. How about you, Mark? What do you uh, bring Wait, So you liked, moment? I'm shocked that you liked it, John. I thought I, you, I thought for sure you were going to hate it. I wouldn't say I hate it. I mean, I think it is sort of like a, it felt at times like a canon movie where they were like, here, just, oh, details. yeah, yeah. We'll just put them together. But it is visually fun to look at. It doesn't always make sense. And it's kind of like a mess. Right. No I one's watching this for the plot. Exactly. <laughs> it's not I the, definitely, that's not but the point I definitely, of the film. The, the, yeah, the fun parts, I was, it was so much easier for me to surrender and just enjoy the fun parts of it. Yeah. Uh, I remember seeing like a newspaper ad for it and it was just like that shot of like the flying cop cars in the city street. And I was like, right. oh my God, this looks incredible. They they did it. They've nailed <laughs> flying cars. They look at it. I was like Finally. so excited for the special effects for it. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, it's so like goofy. Like it's not this like edgy, like total recall, like serious, you know, uh, super violent thing. It's like such a goofy, dumb movie, but in the best way. And I don't think it was ever boring. Like, I think this is one of the rare cases I checked to see what time we were at in the movie, and it was an hour and 15 minutes. Normally, oh, I do 20. it, and it's 20 minutes. It's like, oh, God. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so I thought it really held up, especially like the visuals and everything are just like so, especially because it's like pre a lot of CGI. So it's just in that nice sweet spot of like, they use a little bit of CGI to enhance, but everything, like all the effects look great. Especially those flying too, cars yeah. are amazing. I think because it is like, as you're saying, like funny and silly and stylized in a way. So it almost doesn't have to look like hyper realistic no, or like right. pretty like other things. That right. then it doesn't, because yeah, then your eye is like, well, I know that's not real, but this we live in like, yeah, kind of a, a crazy cartoon world. <laughs> and I love a modular apartment. Things I liked his apartment there. too. <laughs> Well, Jessica, sounds like we all are fans of it. John's a super fan. All fun. Yeah, nice to hear. Mm -hmm. uh, so just as you may or may not know, but I think you might, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a bunch of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category that will be added, added to, to the wheel. wheel. Does Yay. that make sense right now? No, but yes. it'll be Oh, it does. Okay, <laughs> Yes, yes. Wow. She knows what wheels are. All right. You've heard of wheels. Yeah, um, round. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the one. Um, so this is our current ranking of the top five gayest movies ever. So in fifth place with an 89.03%, The Wizard of Oz. In fourth place with an 89.70%, The Apple. In third place with an 89.81%, The Rocky Horror Picture Show. In second place with a 92.99%, The Bride of Frankenstein. And in first place, seemingly unbeatable with a 94.83%, Female Trouble. Aww. So if you okay. had to guess right now, how well do you think The Fifth Element is going to do? I think, uh, I don't think it will be as gay as any of those movies, but for the sci-fi action drama, it may be the gayest sci-fi action movie there is. <laughs> I think that's Fair. a safe, I think that's a strong what other, case. Are there any other big sci-fi action dramas in our top 20? Uh, not in our top 20. I thought you meant in existence, I was thinking. <laughs> are there any other sci-fi <laughs> movies in existence? I guess like maybe the Lost Boys is like that's like horror, like sci sure, horror, sure. yeah. No sci, the Puritan, the closest thing to sci-fi would be like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is like aliens at the end. Gotcha. But is that really a? I don't think of that as like a sci-fi. Really. Like, um, so right. yeah, we'll so? see. <laughs> we'll see. So for the gr first group of categories are the canon categories. So for each of these, we're going to give it a score between zero and a hundred, and we take the average of all three of our scores. So, 
the first category in the canon categories is for the fifth element, Jessica, how would you rate it on a scale of zero to hundred in actual gay characters? Uh, I would rate it. Uh, I mean, we got Chris Tucker. Do we think his character's gay? I don't know. I think he's more like, I mean, he's definitely probably just like pansexual. I got the sense. There is one right. point when he's going down on that one lady and he says, I never say this to any human, not to any woman or like right? any. So I assume that he's bi. I assume everyone's bi until I'm told otherwise. So. <laughs> That's a pretty smart and way to approach And his whole life. crew is very gay. Yeah. Definitely like Zorb's guards were gay. Yes. Mm -hmm. In the short shorts with like the I loved the that. purple like plastic <laughs> like caps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of the crews were gay, so but maybe not as many like main characters. So I'm gonna say 50%. 50. 50. Let's see. Well, what do we think? Like, do we think Ian Holm? Did he have no, any? No, he didn't no, he felt like so priestly to me, which yeah. normally you would think that would be a case in my favor. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> It's not an argument against, let's say that. Well, um, I would say because him and his like little assistant. Right. But that they, they have something going on. They seem pretty like just of the church. By the I think We're trying to present the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty low, but it does feel like a sort of pansexual world. Also, that character, Baby Ray. He's wearing like Baby Ray. He was the guy oh, like in the lace, like yes. white with the, like the white poof. Hair. Oh, was like, yes. throw me the gun. And he threw two like billiard balls. I helped. Uh, I'll go 45. 45. I think, I think like looking at that cruise ship audience, I would say it's safe to say about 50% of those people have got to be queer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Once we get to the cruise, the movie gets a lot gayer. Also, sure. once you're dressed by Jean-Paul Gaultier, I feel automatically you makes you, you're open. You know, you're like. <laughs> I read he made every single one and he would check every single one like before they would go on set. I think they said there were like amazing, 900 yeah. outfits. Yeah. It's amazing. And it shows. Well, it's got an average of 48.33, which is 8.33 points higher than the Ten Commandments in actual gay characters. Oh. Pretty good. All right, next category, drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch The Fifth Element and come away with a whole book of ideas? Oh, I would, <laughs> I think 98%, 100%. Yeah. I'm gonna give 100. There's a, been a lot. I know Lilu is just like a huge Both of her looks. Both. She's got yeah. two. <laughs> that strap, that little the bandage dress. Yeah. Bandage Even Bruce strap. Willis's little like back shirt thing. Oh, yeah. He looked like he was like coming that. back in from a night at the limelight. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is uh I'll go 99. 99. What's keeping it from a hundred? What about those McDonald's waitresses? <gasps> oh, I loved them. <laughs> Drag queens love a McDonald's waitress, yeah. But you could do that, you know. You could, yeah. That would be a great, yeah, cosplay drag look. I think it's definitely a hundred. Like almost every single look in here is like, it's also Jean-Paul God. It's incredible. Yeah, the flight attendants with like their little booby cups. Yes. Right. Peek a boob, would we Peek say? You could Ooh. say that, yeah. And the diva. <laughs> oh. Diva's great. Yeah. And she's even got a, a bit of a reveal. We see her in her, you know, shroud. That's right. <laughs> mm -hmm. Uh, wow, yeah. Both of Ruby Rod's looks, obviously. The leopard obviously, print onesie yeah. and then the roses. The floral, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm also giving it 100. So thanks to John, it only has a 99.67. <laughs> oh, angry angry letters, letters to him. Mm -hmm. 
which is about 80 points higher than I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That's pretty good. We oh, go. no. You guys had to watch that? <laughs> we did. <laughs> that was it was rough. All right. <laughs> All right. Our next category, gay icons. Are there any gay icons in uh, The Fifth Element? I mean, John Paul Gaultier, just any just costumes by John Paul Gaultier, I think is a yes. gay icon. I, yeah. Remember his that perfume, the cologne he had that was like just a torso? Yeah. Did you ever have that, John? Hey, Mila Jovovich is very like lesbian icon. I think so. She has think something so. Yeah. Resident Evil movies. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. She's done 24 of those. All wow. 24 of them. <laughs> That's iconic. Uh, what about Luke Perry? I know he's only in the very first scene. But he did introduce Madonna's Glad Award to her. Oh, well, who better? <laughs> okay, then I so guess there we go. I go so to 100. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, yes. I always forget that he's in the movie. And then, yeah, you see his name. And then he's right in the beginning. For some then, reason. Yeah, it, it doesn't not tie need to into be him anything. at all. Right, yeah. yeah. Maybe there was like some, there was some country when they sold this movie. Like, he's huge in Taiwan. Just put him on the poster. Right, yeah. They'll buy the movie then teenage girls will come to this movie, right? I think between Jean-Paul Gaultier and Mila Jovovich, I'm going to give it, what would that be? Because he, Jean-Paul Gaultier is all over everybody, though. So I'm going right. to give it a 50. 50. I'm actually going to go, I think, 78. 78? <gasps> wow. Wow. So you would put Jean-Paul Gaultier above Meryl Streep in your rankings of gay icons. I think Meryl Streep is... She's an icon, but she's not so much like a gay icon. I think like definitely gays love her, but it's not like gay icon isn't always what you put in front of icon with Meryl Streep. Um, what do you do? Uh, acting, uh, crying icon? <laughs> Making a choice icon? Cinematic icon, yeah. Mm -hmm. Dingo hater icon? <laughs> I almost suggested uh, Mamma Mia, which is my fiance's oh, favorite my movie. God. And maybe I've seen that one about 10 times now. Whenever wow. there's downtime, it's like, let's just put on Mamma Mia. What do you think about the second one? The second, uh, you know, it's there. <laughs> we watched oh. that one too. <laughs> Not as big of a fan as the second one. All right. I mean, they're they're both equally stupid. I mean, just right. sing yeah. the same songs as the first one. It just it doesn't matter. I appreciate. I mean, that, it's a I great guess. song. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the songs are so good. <laughs> I have to agree. I think I like the second Mamma Mia more. Really? Because it's, it's goofier. Yeah. It's oh, dumber, yeah. I think. More fun. And Fernando, Fernando, oh, no. share, <laughs> the share of it all. Yeah, that is true. All right, I but it, it's not as good of a move. Like the first one is good because like Meryl Streep is like actually like oh being great in this and like there's real like <laughs> moments of drama and like the second one the drama is like uh, Breeze knocked over an umbrella. What do we do? <laughs> all right, that's about it. Another song. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give it uh, 65. Giving it an average of 64, which is one point less than The Sound of Music. <gasps> you know, mm -hmm. that's okay. It's good company. All right, next category, the male gaze. Now, we mean how horny is the camera for the male form? It's always horny for the female form. I think it was horny for everybody. So right. I mean, we got like yeah. Bruce Willis hanging out with his shirt off when he first wakes up. Also, anyone being dressed, like Jean-Paul Gaultier knows how to like give men like a shape. <laughs> which is very nice. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I would Luke give Perry it looks really hot in this. Sure. Looks very cute in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. My mind keeps going back to those men in those tight black pants and their little plastic hats. The little short sure. shorts. Yeah. That's someone who loves men. <laughs> right. Also, the one alien that Agnon in human form was really hot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He looked like he'd been in a lot of bar fights. 
Not that one. There's another oh. one. The one before him. When he oh. like shakes his head and then he becomes yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and he says oh, never yeah, yeah. not be yourself. Is it, what a wonderful message. What a wonderful oh. message. <laughs> and then he shoots at them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never be yourself. Oh. <laughs> also, all the cruise ship crew and their little like. I feel like that, like stripe, is like classic Jean Paul Gaultier, like stripe. Oh, that sort of sailory thing. Yeah, the sailor look. Yeah, I did he do the clothes for O? Search of Slay's O. I don't know. He may have. I don't know. I, I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> no way to know. We don't know. There's no way to know. So, Jess, what would you give this for the male gaze? I would say uh, a a ninety. A ninety. Yeah. I think that, uh, yes, everyone looks sexy. I don't think like they linger too much on the men though. So I'll go 81. 81. Yeah, I'll go 80. Like no one gets like, there's no like equivalent to like Mila Jojovich. Like she's like naked and like three, I forgot like, this is PG-13. I'm thinking that too. I always forget how much you see her boobies in it. Right. I think because it's not, see, I don't see it as in a sexual way because she's always just like getting changed, I guess. Right. It feels right. like she's kind of just like doing living her life. Yeah. She's just living her life. I don't think it's meant to be like a horny like, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thanks for once. For once. <laughs> <laughs> Giving it an 83.67 in the male gaze. All right. Next category entrances with pizzazz. Oh, wow. I mean, Chris Tucker. Yeah. He's got a good one. That right there. I mean, Mila has pretty big pizzazz. We meet her as she's like bondaged up and then slamming <laughs> some dude's head. Like, yeah, 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 it's yeah. printed from, I guess, just a hand. I'm a always claw? confused what yeah. they find of her. It seemed like they just found her hand in the spaceship because they just- It was holding like the, the arms. Oh, okay. It, it had like the handle the of the case because we see the case again, it's missing one handle. Yeah. But then do all those aliens look like hot little like ladies inside? Well, she was the fifth element inside the She was like inside the sarcophagus. So I think all of the things were her. I was wondering what was going on inside those guys, though. I did love when they were like, run! And it's just the most rolling. Yeah, these weird sort of like turtle duck creatures. Yeah. You have spacious, but you don't have like, you know, a scooter you could be on. Yeah. A little jazzy. <laughs> yeah, an something. all terrain kind of thing that you're you don't He's need opening right. up his app trying yeah. to get it. <laughs> yeah, it'll be here in five minutes. <laughs> they put all that space, they put all their money in that spaceship. Also, the alien ship at the beginning has yeah, a great spaceship entrance. Had a good like, entrance. These shadows falls. Uh the, yeah. Eclipse, the evil planet has a great one. The diva on the ship and in, in, the, show. in the show. Oh yeah. The uh there's so many great I'm gonna give it a, a 90. 90. Yeah, I'm going to go 93, especially 93. Like Chris Tucker. Like he shows up and it's like a shot of adrenaline just hits the movie. Yeah. And he's nonstop too. He's uh, live casting <laughs> whatever the entire yeah. time. Uh, I'm also going to give it a 93. That sounds good to me. Give it an average of 92, which is about 71 points higher than Waiting for Guffman. Pretty good. Okay. All right. Our next category, Hell on Heels. This is like feisty women who don't take no guff. Oh, okay. Lilu, I, mean, I would say. Lilu, I would say. I mean, I think this movie some doesn't have a lot of women. It's sort of the one thing I would ding it for. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there is a, the woman who checks them in as they're trying to pretend to be. I'm Bruce Willis's character. I've won this competition. Cop, not cop, this contest. Yeah, but she takes a little guff. She Corbin does, yeah. Dallas. Corbin Dallas. 
Corbin Dallas. Do we? Th- um, I was trying to see what kind of shoes Ruby Rod had. So I think he could also qualify for Hell on Heels. I'm sure that he is could. True. Do we? Ever I, see? I imagine it's got to be heels that he's wearing. I bet I Chris Tucker's probably very little- short, so he was on actual Apple boxes, which is why we never saw his feet. You think? Oh, that would be my guess for some reason. I wouldn't think he was short. I yeah, would think I would he's think he's six one, John. Oh, then I am incorrect. Wow, he's just skinny. <laughs> he's just. <laughs> I just assumed he would topple over if he was that skinny and tall. <laughs> Strong wind would just blow him over. Yeah. So what do you want to get this for? Hell on heels. We could could have used feistier women. More women. I more women. So even nice. more Lilu kind of like fighting. Like a lot of the time, she's like re- like she only really gets that one kind of fight scene. So right. I would probably give this up. But sh- the fight scene is fun. Maybe a a forty five. Forty five. Yeah, I'll go fifty five. 55. John, you got to watch uh, Resident Evil Retribution or Afterlife or Aftermath or. Okay, I'll, I'll watch <laughs> all of them right after this. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to see Emilia Jojovich kick ass in like too much CGI, this is the movie for you. I've been talking about wanting to do that for months now. And then now you're finally bringing this up. <laughs> You've been talking about doing the Resident Evil series? <laughs> no, about wanting to see Mila Jovovich kick ass in a CGI way. This is true. I forgot to mention these movies. Uh, it's got a 50 in Hell on Heels. Pretty good. All right. Next category, Macabre. How macabre is the fifth element? Hmm. I mean, there's ways in which what it's talking about is macabre about like this evil comes, this ultimate evil and all this stuff. But it's played very cartoony and very bright Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. And the overall message is like love conquers all. So (laughs) it feels like it's pretty, maybe like uh, sort of macabre at the end where like right before she's about to like save the world, she watches this montage of war and like humans being terrible to each other. So in that way, it gets a little macabre of like, what is the point of saving humanity? If this is what yeah. I mean, is she wrong? Although that part always confused me because I'm like, was there no like Nazi in the N or yeah. no? Like you are yeah. at the W of the alphabet. Massacres, you didn't see any atomic murder. bomb. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Maybe that just pulled it all together. Yeah, it's yeah. like, oh, bad. <laughs> <laughs> now it makes sense. Yeah, it. What I remember being a kid and being very scared when like the kind of barbecue sauce looking thing went yeah. down. Gary Oldman. So weird. That was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. It was really dramatic, like- but yeah. It was very dramatic. Why did it happen? I thought maybe like his plastic cap was too tight or something. That's what I wondered. <laughs> his plastic cap. Was <laughs> I think the evil entity was uh, like psychically on his. Yeah, psychically. Was he just so stressfully sweating blood. pushing on his brain because the other there was another time when somebody was like bleeding it or something out their nose the very first time they meet they bleed the barbecue sauce i don't think this is very macabre though i did like there's a point where a skull comes out of the planet in like a plume of fire you know yes that was very fun (laughs) it looked like something you would see like on this on a screen at like a motley Crue show yeah like a ghost rider Girls, girls, girls. Um, <laughs> apartment buildings with built-in police sirens, I thought was kind of macabre. I don't want to live there. Why you yeah. yeah. This world is very over-policed as something that Thank I really you. recognized mm. this, this time around. They were, we're ready to shoot him it. just for a traffic violation or something. Yeah. Or a car I thief. Was... I was like, you can't kill someone just because they stole a car. Wouldn't be the first time. Also, yeah. have, have living in an apartment where you got, have like circles where you're supposed to put your hands when the cops come. 
Yeah. yeah. And that it better be cheap the, rent. Yeah. <laughs> Although I do love that the food would come to you and cook that it right is, there. That is nice. How yeah. amazing is that? That's the evolution of Postmates, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, you heard a table side guacamole, apartment side guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I do miss a table side guacamole. Um, they're coming. You know, go to El Cholo in, uh, on Western. <laughs> they do a great one. Ooh. A, a performance. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a, a 30 for macabre. 30. It's very macabre. Yeah, I'll go 33. 33. Um, I don't know. I'll go 35 because he also kisses Lilu when she's sleeping, and I did not like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. she did tell him. She had, he had to learn. She said, not without my permission. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for you, Lilu. Good for you, Lilo. Well, she read C for consent in the beginning. She got through that. <laughs> she knew that. <laughs> All right. Our next category, th- uh, dramatic lighting. I think it's pretty dramatic all the way through. I think so too. Yeah. They even had that like skating rink, bowling alley at midnight, like neon <laughs> yeah. light. Yeah. Uh, which I loved. They had the dramatic lighting during the opera performance yes right it's like a really beautiful sunset i like a lot of gold mirror as a light source like in the opening like aziz light that whole thing yeah that was very clever that is oh yeah i don't know why they needed to do that but i appreciate it because you could probably only do that for like a few an hour or so i would think before the sun moves but it was uh well that's why it was like he would adjust to go with the sun i know it was just weird like just light a torch you saying gold you made me think something. of that like first room that she's into and she's able to like jump right through it, but it looks like it's made of like tinfoil. Oh, or yes. Something. She's like inside a jiffy pop. <laughs> like, what is this room? How could she have escaped from our tinfoil room? <laughs> she just dove right through. Um, yeah, I think this has very dramatic lighting. Uh, I would give it a an 82. 82 definitive <laughs> <laughs> i will also give it an 82 you know what that sounds right to me i'm also going to give it an 82 give it an average of 82 yeah which is uh 32 points higher than eat pray love oh, eat shit okay. love more like <laughs> yeah nailed it nailed it finally it took me eight weeks to figure that out <laughs> uh our next category vibrato so in addition to literal vibrato, we also mean anytime they take a moment, they give you a little extra, they sort of zhuzh it up, give it more than it needs, but you like it. I think this movie the whole is movie. nothing but movie that. Yeah, it's yeah. nonstop. Is there higher than 100? <laughs> no. Mark <laughs> no. won't let you use it. Not in percentages <laughs> no. for our purposes. Um, the whole movie is filled with, yeah. uh, like, do we need Bruce Willis's mother calling? No, no. <laughs> but it's funny. It, it is just very sounds funny. like Linda Richmond, like do we Mike need... Myers doing Linda Richmond. Absolutely. And the aforementioned barbecue sauce dripping down the face. Yeah. That's very <laughs> the calls from his mom come so late into the movie, too. At first I was like, when is his mom gonna call? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> I knew that it was like a runner throughout. Um, yeah, I mean anything Chris Tucker says and does. Right. Uh also I the think... literal aria. So there's literal, I mean, there's literal vibrato with the aria. Yeah. Yeah, I give it a hundred. A hundred. Yeah, I'll go hundred too. It's all this movie's all about doing extra. It's the fifth extra. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Giving it a hundred, tying it with the Wizard of Oz, the Sound of Music, and the Apple. What good company? There you go. Ooh. All right, our next category, footwork. 
Like dancing? Could be dancing. The weird way those creatures walked, as we talked about, that's some fun footwork yes. going on right there. Oh, okay. There's a fight scene with Lilu uh, beating her and then the diva has her like weird like dance. That's her like, yeah. arm work, really. I don't think with that costume she can move very much. That be a very heavy headpiece she had on. <laughs> like this is all you're getting. I'll do some like uh, thrusts. I <laughs> read that it. she was the director's wife, and then in that same year, he ended up getting divorced and marrying Mila Jovovich. Wow! Wow! So she was probably in twenty hours of makeup. Yeah. I also read that she was originally not cast, but whoever they had cast, the actress just didn't show up. So he had. Oh, her. really? So maybe if she hadn't been in the makeup chair all that time, the director away talking to me. But look at her. Like, She's like, oh, I'll help out my husband and do yeah. wear this uncomfortable thing. Learn this song, lip sync it. Mm -hmm. And this is the thanks I get. Divorce. <laughs> hmm. Typical man, typical man. <laughs> uh, footwork, I think uh, maybe a. 70? 70. Yeah, there's not a ton that's that's recognizable. So I'll go 50. <laughs> what do you mean recognizable? Well, there's not like that great chase sequence or that, you know, like yeah. really big thing. The fights are the mostly just upper bodies. are like pretty good. That thing. Yeah, that's but that's not footwork. Put on the gas. Put on the gas. And it's choreography. Someone had to choreograph that whole sequence. Sure, sure. Yeah, but this is, a, again, the category is footwork. Not choreography. Isn't that uh, kind of what we're doing, though? We we play fast and loose Sometimes, before. Sure. Uh, but not this time, apparently. Okay. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to give it. Play uh, it however you want. I'm going to give it a 60 in footwork. Give it an average of 60, which is 38 points lower than I, Tanya, which has a 98.67. That seems fair. That's fair. How could that not be 100? Uh, it's not 100 because John was the only one who gave it 100. The guests gave it 99. <laughs> I gave it 99. So, okay. <laughs> there you go. Uh, next area is spank bank deposits. Anything we're putting away in the old spank bank? I mean, Bruce Willis does look good, but I wouldn't say it's his best looking performance. No, but there are a lot of hunks just like sprinkled throughout. Yes, a lot of beefcake in this movie. I mean, I as was definitely... Uh, awakened some things in this movie by Mila right. Jovovich by and, and Chris Tucker. Yeah, yes. both. So, uh, but I don't know if I spanked it. I just. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go to the bank. Okay. As long as you deposit it, you didn't have to withdraw it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Mila Jovovich is very, very hot in the movie. Yeah. But she's yeah. also like kind of too sweet uh, and childlike maybe to want to spank. She's kind of like a manic pixie dream girl ish kind of. A bit, yeah. yeah. A bit, yeah. She is so, like a child though. She's like, well, how do things work? I don't understand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like she could have been a five year old and the movie would have been the same, except for hopefully the, the end ending, making yes. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. I do like that ending scene. Um, I would give it uh, a 30 on this bank. bank. 30. Yeah, I'll go 30 as well. 30 as well. Um, Oh, actually, I am remembering that scene with um, Ruby Rod and the the stewardess, which I thought was very Flight hot. Attendant, yeah, 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 yeah. When they like, I'll give it five more points for that. <laughs> Going to thirty-five. <laughs> yes, I wow. <laughs> and any scene with Ruby Rod has a definite queer energy to it. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I gave it twenty-seven, so it's got an average of thirty point sixty-seven, which is point six seven points higher than the Princess Bride. 
All right. So this is hornier than the Princess Bride. Hmm, I would sense. hope so. All right. Our next category, Jessica, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend the fifth element to a gay person? Uh, 100%. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yes, you did. People often forget that loophole. <laughs> Don't use it. But it's right there. We're doing it right now. I think it's a fun movie for uh everyone. Yeah, I love it. I would recommend it to anybody. And gay people in particular because I think yeah, that it's I think it, for the genre that it is, it is very gay. It's also easy yeah. watching. You don't need, like, even if you're not a sci-fi fan, I think this movie's not really about that anyways. It's yeah. More if, about you like fashion, if you like fashion, if you like silliness, mm -hmm. if you like a little bit of action, that, I think yeah. it has something for everybody. There's a tonal shift every five minutes. Exactly. Yeah. You don't <laughs> okay. like it, just hang tight. Okay. But then yeah. It's also never takes itself too seriously, which is nice. It's yeah. never like ponderous right. or heavy. True. Yeah. So 100. I'll give it an 83. 83. There's a lot that's fun in it, but it's still not like a great, great movie. But it has it's a movie that has a lot of fun elements to it, I would say. It's no parasite, you're saying. Exactly. <laughs> well, not every movie needs to be a parasite, John. I didn't say it did. <laughs> I'm going to give I'll give it a 90. I do think this is kind of essential viewing. It's super fun. And also, like, it's a weird, like, great time capsule of the 90s, like, the music, especially, like, is so, like, right. oh, the, I remember when things sounded like this for a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this weird electro, and then, like, oh, there's also horns on this. Uh, all right, now we are into the aforementioned wheel category. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. We're going to spin it four times, and whatever category randomly pops up, that's how we will judge the movie. And then after those four, you will come up with the category, which we will add to the wheel. See okay. How it works. Okay. Have you seen any other Luc Besson movies? What are some other ones? I might have uh, Leon the Professional. Is the oh, yes. One. Yes. I love that one. He did That's Madonna's cool. Love Profusion video. Oh, uh, I don't know that one. Love Profusion? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's off of American Life. Oh, that's why I don't know it. Okay, here we go. The wheel, I think, is on your side. From Julie and Julia, aggressive haircuts. Are there any aggressive haircuts <laughs> in this movie? <laughs> that one guy, when they're re 3D printing Lilo, he has like, his head is like shaved like in a band around. Yeah. It's like a reverse mm -hmm. anti-flipped mohawk yep. kind of thing. It's so crazy. And he loves his job. He's delighted oh, yeah. by it. He's delighted by his <laughs> job. That's why he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> we finally have a reason to use this 3D printer. <laughs> I know. I was like, how many people do they have to do this to? <laughs> right? We're always 3D printing. What is this do we have enough for? ink for the 3D printer? I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, but, but I mean, yeah, you got Mila Jovovich's hair is a very like aggressive, distinct style. Gary Oldman's. Gary Oldman has this classic thing. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And then that major iceberg was her name. She had the Princess Leia hair buns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. This movie it's, is chock full of aggressive, distinctive haircuts. It's is mostly. this the first time we get a bleach blonde Bruce Willis? Uh, he was that in the Jackal. I don't know if this was before or after. I don't know why I know this. <laughs> I never think even we know why you know this. I've never even seen the Jackal. I just know it. Mm -hmm. uh, this uh, would get a hundred for me. Yeah, yeah. You got to go hundred on this one. It's it's all crazy. Yeah, it's super fun. It's aggressive, but we like it. we welcome it. 
Exactly. It's like a little chihuahua. Like, he's not going to do anything. (laughs) Yeah. Look at him thinking he's tough. Uh, it's got a hundred. The last uh, movie that got aggressive haircuts was The Beastmaster, and that only got a sixty in aggressive haircuts. Oh. Okay. The next category from Mermaids, Mark's favorite, Forbidden Love. Forbidden Love. Forbidden is there any forbidden? I mean, uh, is the romance between Lilu and like Corbin? Everyone seems fine. No, they're t- encouraging it at the end. Yeah. Tell the her. They, yeah, they encourage it. I guess at the beginning, the priest tries to kind of get rid of him, but then he keeps coming back. Oh, right, right. But I don't think that's for love. But it's not about love. Yeah. Yeah. I think love is pretty bitten here. I think it's <laughs> very <allowed>. bitten. <laughs> it's, love. it's mostly bitten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's much forbidden love. Yeah, it's a very guess- uh, sex positive movie. Yeah, I think so. Is the mom at all like naggy about him seeing someone or not seeing someone? I'm just no, trying to remember. She just seems to nag. Like, why she's aren't you just... calling me? Yeah. 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 Why didn't you invite me on this cool cruise? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No forbidden love. Really, everyone's telling him go love her. The diva's like singing straight to him, like you got to go love Lilu. Yeah, right. I, I gotta, I gotta give it a zero, I guess. A zero, tough but fair. Um, I'll give it a ten Four. because I think uh, Gary Oldman's love of uh, anarchy and money is wrong. is that forbidden, yeah. or that seems like allowed by society, though. But I think we should forbid it. But we don't. Well, we but we should. <laughs> I'm giving it a ten. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll give it a two. Given an average of four in Forbidden <laughs> Love. Uh, all for the better, though. In the world, this is great. I'm trying to think if anyone else. Nope. We haven't had Forbidden Love in a long time. Okay, here we go. This is another one you're going to do well in. From Beastmaster, Bondage. Bondage. Oh, yeah, she's got that little bondage dress at the beginning. The bandage, bandage dress. Bandage dress. Yeah, There's I mean, one point where really Ian Holm is in, in handcuffs. Like people are, yeah, people a lot are, of people like, are captured, and trapped, and captured, and trying to be arrested. I'm trying to think of any other moment. It's her bondage dress. You could even say when they go in those sleep chambers and that, and when they're traveling, there's a sort of bondage in that. Oh yeah, and then Ian Holm is also wrapped up in that plastic. Oh yeah, when yeah. Your bed gets, uh, <laughs> your bed gets made. Mm-hmm. That part always freaks me out. That would be a nightmare. Yeah. You were if that's I how know. you died, stuck in that refrigerator in right. a little IKEA bed thing. No, thank you. And then, do those people in the freezer die? No, because you see them in the next scene. They've because oh, it's they've, so they've when you out. first see it when they come out, like, <laughs> oh, like... With, he just killed three people who were like on his side, <laughs> right? I'll give it a uh, seventy for bondage. Seventy. I'll give it yeah. a seventy-eight for bondage. Seventy-eight. Uh, I don't think there's that much. I'll give it a 60. Yeah. Uh, Giving it a 69.33 in bondage. Now it's wheel category four, and then it will be your turn to come up with a category. (gasps) Okay, here we go. From Raiders of the Lost Ark, Tan. How tan Tan is is this movie? How tan are people in this movie? How tan are people? Tan, sweaty. Definitely sweaty. I mean, uh, I mean, at the Sweat beginning, like they're in the... Egypt, so like in the sun all the time, you're gonna just be tan. Luke yeah. Perry was pretty tan. Luke Perry's pretty tan. 
sweat plays into the one of the final uh getting water onto the little stone that's thing. true that's true that's a In very sweaty sweat. moment it's pretty sweaty i feel like a lot of people are sweaty i think it was a hot yeah ruby rod is all like disheveled at the end and yeah sweaty. is that what we mean by tan <laughs> we're trying to be more <laughs> inclusive yes. yeah we're trying to open it up so it's not yes it's I'm, like hot sweaty it's also french so how tan can they be true yeah true. yeah lilu's pretty white yeah she's pretty pale yeah yeah she's pretty pale um for a tan i mean yeah tan is like hot and sweaty vibe then i'd say it's it would be higher than just tan, like having a tan. Yeah, right. <laughs> so if we're going by just having, I think a we tan, are. Yeah, then maybe... hot and sweaty, hot and sweaty, hot and sweaty. Oh, hot and sweaty, hot and sweaty. We're There's going some by hot. pretty hot, sweaty moments. So I'm gonna give it a, a 76. 76. Sure. And one thing I will say, this isn't necessarily tan, but what I did appreciate about this movie, which I don't think was as popular then, it was like, well, yes, most of the main characters are white. Like most of the world is populated by lots of non-white races which i sort of appreciated and thought was like oh this feels very more better than you would ex than was probably typically happening at the time you're gonna love the cantina scene in star wars <laughs> <laughs> I, can't wait. I can't wait to finally watch it so yeah i'll go 77 for tan 77 uh i'll go 70 given an average of 74.33 which is four points lower than the ten commandments in how tan nice. is it? All right, Jessica, the yeah. time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge the fifth element and every subsequent movie when it gets added to the wheel. Oh boy. Can it be uh, if somebody goes down on someone? Sure. That's what I think I would like the category to be. Does someone go down on someone? So, uh, all right. Yeah, I think Ruby Rod does to the flight attendant. Yeah. And I yeah. always like when someone goes down on a woman in a movie. So I'd like that to continue to be a representation. Category. Yes, sure, representation sure. matters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give the fifth element in this category? That seat? Well, I guess it's not a super high scene. It's only the one. Uh, so I'd give it a, a 50. A 50. I think... I think that's pretty iconic. And also like, I remember thinking, cause he went down and his hair had that weird, like blonde loofah oh, thing up the front that I was like, oh, I bet that that's gonna come in handy when he's going down on her. Uh, and then uh, you also imagine the very- How end, would it come in handy? Just, you know, he's down there. He can do some choreography. <laughs> like a With loofah? The boobies, a you little put bit. your exactly. boob in the little- uh... Oh, I see. Or I thought maybe she could have like dip in it or have a chip and dip while exactly, he's doing yeah. it. <laughs> That's table side guacamole. That's table side guacamole, baby. Tonight, we're going to do a table side guacamole. <laughs> just the two of us. Do you consent to this table side guacamole? <laughs> I like that her feet go down too, like as the plane goes down. That was good footwork. I didn't think of that. There, that is true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also imagine, you know, the very last scene where they're like, oh, let the president wants to thank uh, Lilo and uh, Bruce Willis. And they're like, they're indisposed in the in the healing chamber, which means they're getting their fuck on. So I imagine there's someone going down on someone in that area. So I'll that go- That would be difficult in there. Yeah, not a lot yeah, of headroom. But they're room. used to, uh, they're used to in maneuvering in tight spaces in Fifth Element. <laughs> I'll give it a 65. 65. Also, Bruce Willis does make the people in his apartment go down in the uh, shower. <gasps> oh, yeah. In the refrigerator. Wow. He does make them go. He does have pushes them. I don't know if that's quite. It's more. But semantic, a few points. You know, I would like to change my score to a 75. Wow. <laughs> John, uh, I'll give it a I'll give it a 50. 
giving it an average of 58.33. All right, now we are into the bonus category. So these categories, as befitting their title, are bonus. So these are just extra points. So if, if any of the categories doesn't score well and it's not going to work against it, but then these are scored from zero to 10. Okay. All right, so the first one is musical potential. How much potential uh, do you think Fifth Element could be a musical? Uh, 10. I was going to say 100. <laughs> a 10. A 10. Wouldn't you love to see a musical of this? Of course. I do. I think it would just be tough because of the space opera nature of it. But I also think with the right production. Yeah. I mean, a great high right production producer. of it. The, <laughs> you give Julie Tamar and a budget that she can't <laughs> blow through that. Yes. Yeah. If anything, the fifth element has to have a low budget. That's the important <laughs> right. thing. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a woman created from nothing, having to learn. It's, it's like very My Fair Lady. It is. It's oh, My Fair Lady. Yes. It's futuristic My, My Fair, Fair Lady. lady. Yeah. She was the fifth element. Eliza yeah. Doolittle. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it a nine because I think there's a lot of big over the topness to it, a lot of fun visuals. It just is because of, I think action sequences are just hard to be satisfying in a musical. You could all just have it all on the cruise ship too. Maybe the second act's all on the cruise ship. That's true. Love that. Yeah, we yeah, do yeah. need more cruise ship. I bet, like, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm almost surprised that Gary Oldman's character doesn't break out into song in this movie. Like, it would not have been surprising <laughs> if he just had like a song and dance number in the middle, sure. like a be prepared style thing. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I'll give it a eight. I'll give it an average of nine. All right, next category, queer menace. Is there anyone who's like a queer menace that we love? I think like Gary Oldman definitely has a queer energy without a doubt. I mean, obviously that headpiece and all that. And his yeah, his iridescent suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the fabric I had when I like went to prom. <laughs> oh, your lucky date. I hope we had a matching cummerbund. <laughs> Like the holographic kind of thing? <laughs> yes, yes, a little, yeah. Couldn't that was like the late color. 90s. Was that the late 90s? Uh, that would have been early 2000s. 2000s. Yeah, early 2000s. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was, a, that was a time for metallics. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, Gary Oldman, for sure. I would give a, a eight. Also, Ruby Rod has a queer menace. Definitely energy. queer energy and feels, even if it feels like a lot, like overwhelming. <laughs> oh, an overwhelming. I'm I'm whelmed. I'm not overwhelmed. You're perfectly I love whelmed. Everything. Properly yeah. whelmed. <laughs> this is I just can handle right. all of it. I want more of it. I would listen to. You his are bitten show. and whelmed. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, between Gary, I'll give it a seven. Seven. I will also give it a seven. Give it an average of seven point three three. All right. Next category: character actress makes a big swing. Well, uh, character, character actress. actress. I mean, the opera I, diva, maybe. Yeah, I know. I mean, for me, a big swing is Mila Jovovich is more was probably a model at this point. I don't even know if she was doing mm. the Resident Evil movies. This might have been like her kind of <laughs> her big, audition, right? Yeah, for her audition for. <laughs> but like, for a model to be like, I thought she was such a cute, funny character. It, mm -hmm. Like, um, but a character actress taking a swing, maybe not. Maybe I'd give it a five for that. A five. Yeah, I think it's pretty low. I also think she's not really a character actor so much in this. I'll give it a two. Two. I'll give it, I'll just have to give it a one. So sorry to all those involved. Giving it a 2.67. All right, next one. Witches. How witchy is the How fifth witchy? element? Well, the priests have kind of like a witchish. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just the I fact that like she is the fifth element, they're sort of just stones and stones, yada yada. About, yeah, you, know? you have the elements. <laughs> that feels 
somewhat witchy to me. So is the fifth element like love? Like what is it that, I mean, cause you have like earth, wind, fire, water. Yeah, I think it's love. It's love, baby. It's love. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Did you not know all that, right, John? All right, all right. You went to public school, I guess. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, see, I went to Montessori, and they tell you the fifth element's love. Oh, <laughs> smart. I'd give it a six because of the stones for witchiness. Artifacts. Yeah. yeah. Hieroglyphics, very witchy. It's always weird when like someone keeps something hidden, but then they leave instructions. On the like, this these things can never be found. But here's how to find them if you need. Them. But let's hope they're never if found. If you really, really need them. But if you're determined, if you can solve this puzzle. <laughs> well, this they were meant to be hidden until they were need. Like they said, like you will need right. them. Yeah, I'll go five for witches. Five. I will also go five. Given an average of five point three three, which is tying it with I Tanya, and that has a horrible mother in it. There you go oh. with the bird. All right, next category. Gay actors playing gay roles. Now, I looked up every member of Ruby Rod's entourage. <laughs> there was not much information. I couldn't really yeah. find anything. Nothing on no. them anywhere. They have no social media presence. <laughs> well, one of them does. He did have uh, an Instagram, but it hadn't been updated in a while. And he did have a goatee that was dyed green. And I was like, okay. Could All be right. a Bernie man kind of energy. Sure, sure. Yeah, I mean, if none of the, certainly none of the main ones are, mm. a lot of the entourages you can assume. There's also that really awesome woman with like the shaved head and the really dark eyeshadow. Do you remember? Right. She was in the, the, the garbage president. airport scene. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. She was, <laughs> yeah. She was, and then the lady in the green skirt too with like the see through thong at the airport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but that has nothing to do. I mean, there uh, are a lot of extras in this. Yeah, right. and we can make assumptions about these extras. Yeah. But at the end yeah. of the day, I guess it's you have to bonus, give it a, right. a, a, a a one just for a one. Yeah, I'll give it a one for for the implication as well. One for the implication. I will also give it a one. Give it an average of one, which is about how most movies do. <laughs> um, but it got better than the Beastmaster, which we gave a zero. All right. I also don't think there are any gay roles in the Beastmaster. That's true. But you got to figure someone's seen this uh, this opera on a cruise ship. There's got to yeah, exactly. be gays on there. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't every cruise a gay cruise? Yeah, I don't I think, think so, so. No, but I think they should be. You're on a cruise. <laughs> it's gay. You're on a boat restaurant. It's gay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Our next category: themes of mothers. Well, I got Bruce Willis's mom. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's not really a theme. It's more like a running joke. A runner, as we say in the biz. That's true. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was expecting her to show up somehow. There to be some sort of payoff with her. Like, you could cut it and you wouldn't be like, what about his mom? Or she would be like an alien in a jar. That's my mom. You know, that's a brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's my mom. <laughs> oh, my God. The what are you going to play my jar? <laughs> I like that you never see her. And I like that she gets on the phone with the president and then everybody yeah. passes her around. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this boy. One. The comedy um, is so goofy in this one. It's like almost yeah. from like a 70s variety show. Sometimes. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Uh, mom themes. Yeah, I guess you got to give it a, a one for the runner. One for the runner. I'll go one for the runner as well. 
Uh, I'm going to give it two because I thought that runner was pretty funny. She made me laugh, even though she does oh, not yeah. sound old enough to be his yeah. mother. I thought that too. I was like, I thought that too. And it's like, is voice? she Jewish? Is she? I'm not <laughs> yeah. sure. Is she like weird Italian? Like, what is going on here? You know, it's the future. You know, accents are going to like change. In That's true. They could be fluid. Makes <laughs> yeah. sense. All right. Our next category pearl clutching. Is there any pearl clutching in this? Just a little bit. Like, there's the. Like with Chris Tucker, like, oh, Mr. Whatever. Yeah, like there's the people around him are sort of slightly scandalized. Mm. People at the opera, you know, when it, when they're attacked. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Definitely some pearl clutch. This has never happened at the opera. Um, I came here for a tragedy, not death. <laughs> <laughs> I love this scene when he's holding the gun and like his hand is shaking and yeah. then he ends up <laughs> shooting it by accident. Um, yeah, pearl clutching. Probably the opera scene would be the most pearl clutchy, maybe a, a four since that opera scene's pretty iconic. Sure. A four. I'll go four as well for the opera. Four. I'm all, I'll give it a four. Give it an average of four. Wow. Wow, it works out. See how math works. All right, this is the last of the bonus categories. Quips. How quippy is uh, this movie? Uh, I think Bruce Willis can be a little quippy with people, but definitely Ruby Rod does a lot of the quips. And I guess Gary Oldman is too. He gives a little quips. Get some sass in there. Yeah. Multi-pass. I mean, <laughs> Chicken good. <laughs> Big bada boom. <laughs> Great quips. Uh, I'll give it a, a seven for quips. A seven. I feel, I'm trying to think of like what are there any quips that you could I only know two languages English and bad English, English. is that what it is yeah there's a couple and like the priest being like you're a monster's organs or going I know uh yeah to me it's like let there's not like iconic lines that are popping out to me so I'll give it you a... never you only saw this once yeah, but yeah. sometimes you see certain movies and you're like, that's a line I remember. Like, you're hey, gonna I remember. quote the movie, yeah, but it's not sassy moments. It is multi-pass, <laughs> chicken multi <laughs> Corbin Dallas, multi-pass. Yeah, I'll give uh, it And a... then come back, come back, my man. <laughs> Just Very Chris Tucker screaming, <laughs> thank you, yeah. <laughs> I'll give it a three for quips. Three. Uh, I'll give it a four for multi-pass, giving it a 4.67. All right, now we are into the iconic categories. So these categories, we're back to scoring from zero to 100. And these are more larger umbrella categories, you'll see. Okay. So the first one, how would you rate the fifth element in homoeroticism? Oh, high up there. I think so. Like, there's not the actual homoerotic, but the whole movie just has that energy. It has a pretty. It like, has like a gender pushing gender fluidity. <laughs> feels like you're boundaries. at a club in New York. Yeah, yeah like, like you could kind of try it with anybody, and they would be down. Right. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna give it a a hundred. A hundred. What are the the most homoerotic <laughs> movie you've ever seen? <laughs> I guess that's not right. <laughs> okay. Wait. Hold on. I'm gonna give it at 80. 80. Yeah, I think there it's like the, the the tone of it, the mood of it is homoerotic, even though there's no actual literal homoeroticism in it. So for that, I'll give it a 70. 70. Uh yeah, I'll think I'm gonna split the difference and give it a 75. I think mean, just being dressed by Jean-Paul Gaultier makes everyone like, oh gay, gay people exactly. are here. Fun. <laughs> yeah. Um give an average a 75. Right. All right, next one. I think it'll do well with this. Over the top wardrobe. That's a hundred. Yeah, I think it's a hundred. <laughs> I think we can go. Yeah, we can go hundred on this one. 
Oh, we haven't even mentioned the guy who wears the photo of a hallway as a hat. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and he is really the like, mugger, right? The mugger. Yeah. <laughs> He's got an energy. <laughs> He's wild. Oh, what about Hell on Heels? It's too late now, but the cat. Oh, she was so. feisty. She was really cute. She was. <laughs> that apartment is too small for a cat, though, don't you think? Cats don't need a lot of space. And they I had a great window. Yeah. With lots she of cars going by. Yeah. They would she got love a TV. That. She yeah, had yeah. her four cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. It's got, I'm also going to give it 100. Giving it 100 in over the top nice. wardrobe, tying it with the Wizard of Oz and the Apple. Seeing a trend. All right. Finally, the last of the iconic categories Camp Factor. How campy is the fifth element? I think it's up there. I would give it a, <laughs> a 75. 75. Yeah, it's pretty campy. You've got like an opera aria that then turns into like a club mix. You've got everything yeah. that Chris Tucker's wearing. You've got, I mean, the wardrobe itself across the board. I mean, it's not quite the movie that I kept thinking about a lot while watching this was Flash Gordon. And I feel Flash sure. Gordon is like a little campier just because of what was technically available to them. So it feels at the time. So it feels campier in that way. But I will give this an 88. That also has Queen songs. Exactly. Yeah. So I'll give this an 88. 88. Uh, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh, here we go. A movie opening very seriously until you see the credit and Luke Perry <laughs> casting <laughs> usual heavy tiny Lister as the president. Cigarette machines. Everything everyone wears. Comedic fainting. Telling the boss who's furious with you about the girl you just fell in love with. Learning everything about human history except its language. Morphine technology is not as mind-blowing as it used to be. Villains with clearly villainous names like Zorg, round windows, a gadget-filled desk going haywire, a cockroach with a radar dish on its back, winning a trip on a cruise, <laughs> funny music during a comedy scene. Lilo sounds like Bjork. Everything Gary Oldman does in this movie, playing sexy movie over playing sexy music over the reveal of a freezing and terrified woman just because she's soaking wet. Cross-cutting between a spaceship launch and sex is so French, even for the French. And finally, a diva dramatically dying on stage is probably her life's wish. Um, so I'll give it a, I think I'll give it 90. I mean, it's mostly fun and silly and dopey. That's like uh, the calling card for this movie. And it looks great. Um, yeah. An average of 84.33, which is 0.33 points higher than Conan the Barbarian. Okay. All right. Finally, we're into the crown jewels. So these categories, we don't rate. We all agree either it gets the bonus or it doesn't. So it's like a yes or no thing. We all decide okay. together. All right. So a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does uh, the fifth element have it? It does have the one moment where the priest asks when all the guys come to the door if they're getting married. That's nice. It's true, and it that does is nice. seem like he would be willing. It seems scandalous. Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> scandalized by it. It's not meant to be a joke. It's uh, also a great showcase for Jean-Paul Gaultier. That's yeah. true. He was I a gay like man. I haven't double checked that, but I'm pretty sure. He is, yes. <laughs> Let's pull he up did, the he did. He did a costume several of Madonna's tours. I think he's gay. Ruth um, did, he, did he do the cones, the breast cones? Yes, which was for uh, the Blind Ambition tour, which was featured on Truth or Dare, yes. There you go. I think the I think the problem is is that there's no one who's a homosexual character. That is true. And so in that way, I don't think it is negative or in any way homophobic. There wasn't in Wizard of Oz either. That is true. And we gave it the bonus. 
We did in that one, yes. But that also, Wizard of Oz, you could say, you know, gave birth to the phrase Friends of Judy. Um, Isn't it Friends know, of Dorothy? A, friends of Dorothy, excuse oh, me. Oh, yes. boy, John. And Friends of birth- Judy, which became. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. At I- the time, a lot of the characters, like, push what the gender norms were. Like, to think of Chris Tucker as primarily probably a stand-up comedian at the time. Right. And then, like, going right. into that role. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say yeah. yes. I think that they, Yeah. I think you could for like just the clothes alone. I think it's like yeah. it's a great showcase. So Jessica, you're saying yes? I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna say no. Mark, what are you gonna say? I think I'm gonna say yes. This might be okay. crazy, but I think I'm gonna say <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm not angry that it's yes for the record, but I just Thank- would give it to but sure. Imagine if you were angry, John. You know what? This has been a very interesting <laughs> experiment, and this will be the last episode of this podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we learned it a does lot. get the bonus. It gets the bonus. Uh, finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, even though there is a boat. There's a boat trip. Oh, that is But it true. is not the movie Boat Ooh. Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. All right, that's it. We're done. That is all <laughs> the categories. We've done it. So now that we're through it all, Jessica, how do you think it did? I think it did even better than I expected. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right i will tell you exactly how it did out of a total possible 2704.50 points the fifth element has scored 2104.17 giving it a percentage of 77.80 making it the 14th gayest movie ever not as gay as bradley cooper's the star is born but gayer than terms of endearment Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You made the and top in a 20. Way, a star was born with Milia Jojovich's career. That is very true. true. That makes and there's Absolutely. a lot of terms of endearment. That's how it saves the world. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> we didn't say baby, I guess, but uh, I'm happy with that. Wait, what are other ones around it? Uh well, it's higher than Mommy Tears, Funny Girl, Cats, uh, Edward Scissorhands. Yep. Wow. Higher mm-hmm. than Mommy Dears and Cats. Yeah. Well, wow. they don't, they like do well in camp, but not, they don't do well in the home. They don't have like skin. Like there's no, yeah. that's fair. There's no eye candy and mommy. Even dearest. mommy dearest doesn't go crazy. Like with the clothes or like the visuals <laughs> so much, but the camp mm. is wild. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think mommy dearest is kind of hot, but. And also, okay. okay <laughs> we should have had you bring it in. All right. <laughs> mommy dearest has a 76.90 and fifth element has a 77.80. So it's like, the, this so is like close, sliver, yeah. I got gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So things like a bonus, a 15% bonus can really make really made good. a difference. Wow, yeah, I'm yeah. glad it wasn't boat trip. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> that was really good to torpedo you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jess, you've been such a delight. So Thank much fun. A lot of people have been clamoring. I'm glad someone finally brought it in. And I'm even yes. more happy it was you. Yay. <laughs> Yay. It was so much fun. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Uh, you mentioned, yeah, the the dropout stuff. I'm doing the the vodcast with Reiko on there. So if you want to check that out, Erotic uh, Clubhouse. Yeah, you could go watch that. <laughs> yeah, we oh make my. up uh, fan fictions like on the spot of like audience will have suggestions. So we've written like a Frasier erotica and an NSYNC erotica. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Was the Frasier one between Frasier and Niles? Uh, no, we did uh, <laughs> We did Niles and Daphne, oh, and Daphne in her quote-unquote fat years. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. So a very voluptuous, gorgeous Daphne. Mm-hmm. And we, she was allowed to be fat and beautiful and not ashamed uh, for having a baby as an actress and then coming back. And like at work, they're going, <laughs> wow. About you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Everyone really loved and appreciated her body. Yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. That sounds great. Well, you've been a wonderful guest. That's so much fun. Thank you so much. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, at Two Old TWO Old Queens. You can follow me on Letterboxd where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yeah, so you can email us if you have any questions or thoughts, uh, things we got wrong, things you want to correct us on at uh, 2 queens T-W-O old queens at gmail.com. We also have merch. If you go to T Public and search for 2 queens there's a lot of fun stuff you can buy uh, for yourself for the summer, for your loved ones. And a percentage of all the proceeds go to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. And finally, another way you can support the podcast is we have a Patreon. It's called Tool Queens, the Retirement Plan. So for five bucks a month, you get an extra episode of us talking about different uh, series and projects and fun stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's it. We'll see you next. We do know the movie for next week. Yeah, it is uh, Point Break. Keep it. Talk about blondes and action. (laughs) Here we go. Keep it going. John's never seen it. It'll never be it. surfs so up, Johnny. I do not think that is a quote from the movie. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll find out. It's better for you. We'll see you. All right. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.